I'm David Curtin. Welcome to another edition of A Talk to the Experts. For the last number of weeks, we've been reintroducing you to all the many things that can save a farmers a lot of money over at AgriCity. And as a matter of fact, you can always visit AgriCity by going to agricity.com. Well, this time we're going to be uh, talking about uh, some, uh, well, maybe my favorite part of what happens out there in the farm, and that involves a lot of uh, high tech. Melissa Silvernagel is the uh, Precision Agronomy, Agronomy uh, Technical Lead at Ag City, and uh, she's in the studio with me right now. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you here. What is it that you do, actually, at AgriCity? So, as you mentioned, I'm the Precision Agronomy Technical Lead with AgriCity. All right. So, what does that mean? What 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 is it that you're... You're doing. This is, like I say, the most fun part for me because you get to deal with all the all the toys and the high tech, right? Yeah. So that my role definitely deals with all the toys and the tech. Uh, in 2018, City introduced their digital agronomy offering. So my role is essentially to lead this offering through working closely with our partners, such as Tyrannus, and providing the agronomic recommendations to our farm customers from the data collected from our drone flights. So, so who is Tyrannus? What is Tyrannus? So Tyrannus is our partner that owns all the digital tech. They ah, have the platform, okay. and they also own the, the drone technology uh, camera pod that we attach to our drones. They're an Israel-based company. They recently moved their head office to Los Angeles and were their Canadian distributor. Oh, okay. So you use drones to scout fields. Tell me how this works. Yeah, so how it works is a farm customer will hire my team to provide the drone scouting service. So my team will scout the field with a drone. Uh, usually we're using a DJI Matrice 600 Pro. It's an industrial-sized drone that has a special camera pod from Tranis attached to it. We fly that drone at 50 feet, 45 kilometers an hour, and the mm. camera takes approximately one to one and a half high resolution submillimeter images every acre. Uh, because we don't stop the drone to take these images, we fly 160 acres in about 12 to 15 minutes, depending on the wind speed, and collect 160 to 200 images per quarter section. And, and what do you do with all of these images? Do you, do you have to look through them all? <laughs> no, that would take a <laughs> yeah. long time. Um, after we perform the drone flight, all of the images get uploaded into the Tranus platform. Tranus then uses their artificial intelligence algorithms to analyze each and every image to detect anomalies within 24 to 48 hours. Everything from weeds, insects, chewing damage, disease, emergence issues, and nutrient deficiencies. We can literally count beetles on a leaf. It wow. gets that Holy close. Uh, they then create an insight report for each of these issues, outlining what exactly the issues are and exactly where in the field the issues are happening. Yeah. I just, uh, this is this is something that I don't, I'm not going to say is brand new, but 10 years ago, we never heard of anything like no. this, right? It's amazing just what farmers can learn uh, from something like this. Uh, is the computer ever wrong uh, when it analyzes these images? Occasionally, yes. Oh, really? uh, yeah, it does definitely at times happen, um, especially if it sees something that it's not familiar with. So mm. on average, an AI platform needs to see something around a minimum of a, of a thousand times before it's confident in that algorithm. So if this happens, Tranis has a large team of tagging agronomists that work 24-7 to assist with these issues and obviously to be there to confirm that the computer has correctly identified something. So they do have a team that's double-checking this. Very cool. So I've been at a lot of farm shows and I've seen a lot of companies with drones, obviously, out there. That seems to be the big new, new, new thing. So a lot of farms are using basically their own drones. Can, can't they just use their own drones for something like this? Right. I actually get this question a lot. <laughs> it's probably one of the... <laughs> because, yeah, biggest yeah. question I get. Uh, the answer, unfortunately, is no. 
that's because the use of our submillimeter camera pod. So with a drone that has a camera built in, so uh, a Mavic would be probably the one of the more common ones, okay. or a Phantom. Um, with those, we can take beautiful high-resolution video while we're flying, uh, which is great to gain whole field data, but it makes it difficult to really get down to the leaf level. If we take a still image while flying a drone like that, uh, the image is blurry right. because of the movement from yeah. the flight. Uh, so with our camera pod from Tyrannus, that's what differentiates us. The pod contains rotating mirrors, which allows us to take clear still images while still flying. Without the pod to do the same, we would have to stop the drone, lower, hover, focus, and then snap a picture, which obviously would take oh. <laughs> an extremely long time to get the same amount of imagery. And then once you have those images, what do you do with them? They, they need to be analyzed. Uh, Melissa Silverniggle is a precision agronomy technical lead with AgriCity. And of course, uh, you can always find out more by going to agricity.com or and obviously you can call Melissa or anybody else at AgriCity at 1-844-269-3276. 1-844-2-MY-FARM uh, basically is what that is. 1-844-269-3276. So when might a farm or a farmer need to, to use this as service? Let's say for canola. So on canola, we would recommend using this flight uh, right at the beginning of the season. Okay. So right after seeding, typically when the crop is between the cotyledon to two-leaf stage. So that flight allows for really the best bang for your buck, hitting three things at once. The platform, once we upload the images, would do an emergence or a plant count. Would also be checking for flea beetles and chewing damage, which really goes hand-in-hand hand with emergence, as well as provide a detailed weed scout. This obviously won't, you know, allow for a big herbicide decision during canola since we're very limited to right. what we can spray on our canola, yeah. depending on the type. Uh, but having that detailed report in the fall and winter months to make your herbicide decisions for your cereal, cereal crop the following year is extremely valuable. It takes the guesswork out of it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it really does. Yeah. Any other instances on where the farm could use this? There, there are multiple instances on where this technology could be of benefit, situations such as insect outbreaks. The drone can obviously cover a lot more land in a hurry than I can on foot, <laughs> especially in tall canola fields. Yeah, have right. very short legs, so <laughs> don't get very far if uh, there isn't a moose track there. Uh, Post-herbicide flights to check for herbicide resistance are another common request, or disease and specialty crops such as potatoes. Um, or maybe a farmer has picked up some new land and is unsure of what their weed problems are in that field. So this technology would be perfect for assisting in determining what your weed profile is in that new land. Well, Melissa Silbernagel, Precision Agronomy Technical Lead with AgriCity. So does this place replace uh, an agronomist? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I'm an agronomist, so <laughs> no, I don't want this tech to replace me. Uh, I like to say that this technology is a tool for agronomists and farmers. The drone can cover a lot more ground faster, like I said mm -hmm. previously, and much more efficiently than a human physically can, especially when you take into account um, when we're walking through a field, we're just, all we can see is what trajectory we, we look in, where the drone is overhead and uh -huh. getting a much more detailed view. Um, so we can use this to obtain the most accurate information to assist us in making the best agronomic decisions for our fields. 
There's obviously things the drone cannot do, but again, it can be of great assistance. You know, I'm just curious for the farmers, uh, when, when they make a call to you and, and you bring out uh, this drone, is it a crew of people that go with the drone? Is it, is it a one-person operation? What is? No, nope, we have multiple people mm. that help. Uh, this summer, I believe I have eight uh, drone pilots and agronomy assistants oh, wow. all over Western Canada. So it allows us to, to get out pretty quickly. So people should be, a farmer should be calling you ASAP. If they want to uh, book times for them to be able to have this, uh, yeah, service. we're we're booking now, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, booking things like I mentioned the canola flight, and if yep. we know we want to check for herbicide resistance, those types of things. But obviously, there's also a lot is very dependent on you know, insect outbreaks or right. if something, a hail event or something like that happens, um, we need to have a team ready to, to jump on those events as well. Now, Melissa Silbernagel, she's the Precision Agronomy Technical Lead. She gets to play with a lot of the toys at AgriCity, but uh, these are important toys that are going to save farmers a lot of money in terms of their input because, like I say, it does take away the guesswork. So you can learn more at agricity.com or you can call her at one 269 3276. We're going to learn a whole lot more about uh, what Melissa can offer you from AgriCity uh, next, right here on Talk to the Experts on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. We are back on Talk to the Experts as uh, we learn more about uh, how AgriCity can help farmers save a whole a lot of money. Uh, this time we're talking with Melissa Silberneagle. Uh, Melissa is the uh, Precision Agronomy Technical Lead at uh, AgriCity. And, of course, you can always contact Melissa by calling one 269 3276 one 1-844-2-MY-FARM, if you want to remember it that way, or go online to uh, agricity.com. So, Melissa, before the break, we were talking about using digital images and artificial intelligence to scout fields and and identify uh, potential issues. You also mentioned that you use drones to obtain other kinds or other types of uh, digital imagery. Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah, so we also use drones, at times small airplanes, depending on the amount of land, Hmm. to obtain what we call UHR imagery, which is another type of NDVI imagery. Uh, So NDVI, for those that are not sure what that stands for, uh, it is Normalized Differential Vegetation Index. It's essentially measuring the live green vegetation or the biomass of the crop. So how does UHR imagery then uh, differ from other types of that NDVI imagery? So UHR imagery typically uses multispectral cameras to obtain the NDVI imagery as well as RGB images. And this is done at the centimeter level with UHR usually between 5 to 12 centimeters. So compared to satellite imagery, which is at the meter level, for example, Sentinel is a 10-meter image, Planet Labs is a 3-meter, and Airbus is a 1.2-meter. UHR imagery at the centimeter level provides us with a much more detailed view of the biomass in the fields. We can physically see plant rows at the centimeter rather than just clumps at the meter level. This allows for agronomists and farms to have a much better understanding of where there might be issues in their fields. So where might a farm use this type of imagery then? So typically a farm could use this imagery to assist in identifying problem areas that require further analysis through ground truthing. So, you know, identifying spots where they might go scout the field further. Mm-hmm. Um, or we like to use these to also assist in the creation of variable rate spray prescriptions, specifically for fungicide or desiccation applications. Why would a farm want to use a variable rate spray prescription? 
So, well, when looking at desiccation, for example, we apply a desiccant to quickly and evenly dry down our crop to make for a more efficient harvest. Desiccants need to be applied with a lot of water, but the products themselves are usually priced on the higher end as well. So this can be a, a really big cost to farms. Mm. Also, depending on a number of factors, on average, 30 to 70% of our pulse crops like peas are already dried down enough on their own prior to applying a desiccant. So we could very well be blanket spraying the field for really no No, reason. Exactly, yeah. Which is obviously wasting money. Uh, By using UHR imagery and a variable rate prescription, we can ensure we are applying the appropriate amount of product in the appropriate areas. This can obviously provide big savings to the farm customer. It really does, doesn't it? When you you spend all of that money spraying a field when you... Don't need when you only need to spray one tenth of that field right. or something like mm-hmm. that. That's where so bringing you out, yeah, it has a cost to it, but it's got a cost saving to it. Absolutely. Does it always pay to use a variable rate prescription, or, or how does a farm know if it financially makes sense to use one? No, not always. So we provide the customer with a ROI or return on investment summary prior to the prescription being used. This allows for the farm customer to have a detailed cost summary as well as an agronomic summary to assist in determining if it even makes sense to use the prescription. If it doesn't, then they can choose to just use their blanket rate again. So it sounds like you use drones to obtain a a lot of of different uh, imagery. So how fast can you get that out to the farm? So we have a large team of drone pilots and agronomy assistants employed for this summer um, right across Western Canada. Uh, we kind of have them, you know, all over Alberta or a few different in Alberta, a few in Saskatchewan and a few in Manitoba. Uh-huh. Um, so once the farm customer calls, obviously, depending on the weather and the urgency of the flight, you know, insects, again, being something that would need to be jumped on quite quickly um, compared to, you know, going to scout for weeds. Um, so once we understand that and what's going on with the weather, we can get to farm, you know, if we have to within hours. Which is great if a farmer's reacting to something. I don't know if we want a farmer to react to something, right? We would like to be as proactive as possible. And, yeah. and so I'm, I'm going to suggest that maybe the farmer wants to call you now, set it up, and, and then be sure. But at the same time, if they don't, and then, and then you say an event happens or they're, they're anticipating an event, you're able to get out there that fast. That's really important to a farmer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, again, we are signing up customers right now, prepping for the season. Mm-hmm. So lots of canola flights, um, you know, knowing on new land, if we want to scout for weeds, we're setting all that up now. Um, but then yes, things are going to happen if we have an insect outbreak or a weather event. Um, but we have a large enough team that we're yeah. able to get out there fast. So, so does your team actually, you've got teams, like you say, in Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Let's say an event happens in, in, in one of those provinces. Can they all converge then because you're going to get a whole bunch of phone calls if you have to? Yeah, if it we need, we will send them all to one area if we need to. Yeah. Um, like I said, we have eight to nine pilots uh, hired for this season. And uh, we're ready to go. That's a cool gig. Can I have that? I'd love to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> have you it's done fun. that? Uh, yeah, we all ended up getting our advanced pilot license oh, wow. last year. So Transport Canada changed their drone regulations last year as of June 1st. So we all had to go and get our um, advanced drone pilot certificates. And yeah, myself included. It was fun. So <laughs> to get that... That, that sounds like there are, not, there are not very many people that would have an advanced pilot drone certificate. 
It, it's pretty readily available to get. So how it works is you have to take uh, Transport Canada has a basic online exam. Mm-hmm. Um, once you have passed the online exam, I believe there's an advanced exam too. You have to depend pass the online exam. Okay. Once you have done that to obtain the advanced certificate, you have to do a flight review with uh, one of their flight reviewers, um, which is pretty quick. They come out, they essentially watch, uh, ask you to do a few things with the drone just to ensure that you're flying the drone safely. And once you've done that, you have your certificate. Uh, at the beginning of the show, you talked about your partnership with uh, Tyrannus, and that's that Israeli-based company that's now uh, moving its head office into into Los Angeles. That's where all the information goes, right? Yes. And then it comes back from them with, with the information that the farmer needs. Yeah. Th- through, through AgriCity. How fast is all of that process, or how slow is all of that yeah, process? Yeah, so it's actually quite fast. Once we have flown it, uh, our pilots will upload the images into the Tyrannus platform, and their, the computer and their tagging team will go through those images within 24 to 48 hours. Again, oh, wow. depending on... Because that's a the, lot... Of, I'm surprised because that's a lot of images. It that, is that a lot doing. of images, yeah. but they have a very large team. Yeah. Um, they have a team of, I believe, around 100 uh, tagging agronomists that are there. They work 24-7 uh, there to make sure that the computer is doing things accurately. So if we have something urgent, they'll obviously rush that through a lot quicker. Mm. Um, but if it's something that's not as urgent, like weeds or something, um, you know, by 48 hours, though, they'll make sure that they have that all done and into an insight report in the platform. And the customer is able to go right into the platform and view all of the images and the insight reports and all of that data. All of that information uh, that comes back uh, to the farmer, it's not just your images uh, that goes back to the farmer, right? There are other images that the, that the farmer has as well, uh, that, well uh, that you and the farmer can go through to kind of compare before and, and now sort of thing in, in terms of the shape of the land, if you want. Yeah, that's correct. So once we put the images into the platform and Tranis has analyzed them, the customer has access to getting all of those images. And within the platform, there's a lot of other tools there, such as satellite imagery. Mm. Um, so the customers can you know, bring up the satellite image or the most recent satellite image and compare it to what uh, the insight report from the drone has found if they choose. Um, there's also a, a velocity tool where once they put in their crop rotation information um, using satellite